This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. How healthy is your county? Chances are you can find an answer in a new report from the University of Wisconsin Population Health Institute. Here in Illinois, out of its 102 counties, DuPage ranked the highest, while Alexander, the southernmost county of the state, took the bottom spot. And right around the middle of the pack is Cook County. So how can communities move from data to action? Well, joining us now to discuss is Karen Ayella, Executive Director of the DuPage County Health Department. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. It's good to be with you. Also with us is Dr. Kieran Joshi. He's the Senior Medical Officer and Co-Lead at the Cook County Department of Public Health. Hi again, Dr. Joshi. Hi there. I want to get your reactions, first of all, to the rankings. Karen, according to this report, DuPage is the healthiest county in the state. Are, are you surprised by that? Or were you expecting it? Well, it, well, it's always a kind of a welcome surprise to get good news. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, although, uh, although we have factors within DuPage County that um, really support health. And so being one of the leading counties probably isn't as much surprise as it is just a real good um, indication that these other factors are so aligned and support health. Yeah, other collar counties that border Cook County ranked in the top 10. Karen, what do you think is behind that? Oh, I think the access certainly to um, quality health care. I think that um, education rates, um, things like employment opportunities um, and, and lower crime rates certainly all very much impact Um, the health and the status of residents within a particular population. Dr. Josie, uh, Cook County came in 41st. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah, you know, I'd say um, while I really respect this uh, report and the methodology, and I think there's some really, really good stuff focused here, I I think that rather than focusing on the frame of rankings, uh, which kind of connote the sense that there's like a competition, Mm -hmm. it really obscures some important ideas. So I think we need to maybe look at trends over time, but also to, you know, as public health, I think it's really much more informative for us to look within. So, for example, we have a major gap in life expectancy uh, if you compare the north suburbs of Cook County versus the south suburbs. That really deserves some attention. Mm-hmm. We need to ask ourselves as a society if, if we're okay with it, uh, because I'm I'm certainly not. Yeah, well, speaking of of, uh, of that, you know, more than thirty factors uh, are, are what is what are used to measure and uh, uh, frame these rankings. Uh, they're related to length of life, quality of life, health behaviors, clinical care, socioeconomic status, you name it. What do you make of that list, Doctor Joshi? Yeah, I think. Yeah, again, I think there's some really good stuff in this report, um, and I'm really pleased that there's a focus on the social conditions that promote or impede good health. Um, this report particularly highlights things like a living wage, the importance of a living wage, uh, the gender pay gap, school funding, and child care. Mm-hmm. These are issues um, that have really significant impacts on health and that disproportionately affect people of color and women. So if we're going to talk about like what a healthy county would look like, would really be one in which everyone had access to those same conditions, um, those same social determinants of of health. Um, You think that uh, life expectancy is is one of the areas that uh, Cook County is most challenged with? Anything else? 
Um, so I think life expectancy at birth is like a really nice like roll-up indicator that's an end result of a, of a long chain of events. Um, and that chain of events begins when people either have access to the health-promoting conditions like, you know, having a good job, having housing, um, having access to a, a good education. All of those things influence health and ultimately influence downstream indicators like life expectancy. Yeah. Well, Karen, from your perspective, what has been working for DuPage County and what hasn't? Right, right. Well, I certainly would echo and support everything that Dr. Joshi just said, because it isn't a competition. It really is an indicator of that we use in DuPage to see how we're doing compared to ourselves, you know, from five years ago, from last year. Um, and so, so what we see is that um, we have great rates of, of individuals being who are insured and have access to care, but where we struggle are around um, areas, um, substance use, the issue of sexually transmitted diseases, mm-hmm. and some others. And I think that in order to tackle these really big issues, we we don't do it as a local health department. We do it in connection and in partnership and collaboration with our community because these are community issues that need to be resolved. It's not for us to determine exactly what needs to happen. We really need the participation of our communities and um, the health systems. Dr. Joshi, talk about some of the latest um, health initiatives in Cook County. Like, How is your team trying to help improve the overall health of this area? Sure. Um, So I I first I want to just concur with um, Karen's comments that these are really societal issues and so they require societal solutions. Um, I think our role as public health is to sort of lift up what the data show, which I think in our view are really like these differences in health outcomes between populations and the fact that they're really the result of, again, these longstanding historical injustices. Um, some folks refer to them as structural racism. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like segregation, um, mass incarceration, they're, they're just examples of those injustices. And so we know that they're connected downstream to those differences. So at, at uh, the Cook County Department of Public Health, I'm really pleased to say uh, we recently announced um, uh, a grants-making program recently. We're calling it Building Healthy Communities. Um, we are making $12 million available for community health centers, community-based organizations, local municipalities, and schools, all to work together to strengthen the places that people live, uh, that they work, learn, and play in suburban Cook County um, to really start to address some of the issues that we just discussed. So if if people are listening and they're interested, I'd encourage them to go to cookcountypublichealth.org to learn more. Karen, what can you share with us? Any updates on new or ongoing efforts? Sure, we have, I'd like to highlight uh, three of our community collaboratives and again, invite anybody who's interested in participating to to join us. DuPageHealth.org is a great landing spot um, to get more information, but we have our ongoing work around 
um, our Heroin and Opioid Prevention and Education Task Force, the partnership between our county board office and um, our health department to address substance use and um, opioids and a loss of life through, um, through drug use. Uh, we also have our ongoing efforts with our behavioral health collaborative mm-hmm. that is designed to really improve access and quality of behavioral health services for individuals who may be involved with the criminal justice system and have mental health needs. And then finally, we have our really newly formed out of our COVID um, response, our HEART, health, health Equity and Access Response Team, really designed to address the uh, health disparities by increasing um, equity to access and all of these supportive services to all DuPage County residents. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we have been speaking with Karen Ayella with the DuPage County Health Department. Also, Dr. Kieran Joshi with the Cook County Department of Public Health. We're talking about the annual county health rankings and roadmaps from the University of Wisconsin Population Health Institute. The rankings take a closer look at how healthy U.S. counties are. Karen and Dr. Joshi, thank you both for your time. I want to bring another voice to the conversation. Joining us now is Nicholas Schmall. He's a research and analytics scientist who helped put the national report together. Hey, Nicholas, welcome to Reset. Hi, thanks. Nice to be here. What was the focus of this year's report? We just checked in with health officials from DuPage and, and Cook counties, which are you know the most populous counties in Illinois. How do they compare with other similar counties in the country? So the focus of this year's report, uh, we always look at health behaviors, clinical care, social and economic factors, and physical environment. But this year we've really put a spotlight on those social and economic factors because they impact uh, access to so many other resources in our lives. And so in terms of Cook County and DuPage County, Cook County uh, is ranked 41 this year out of 102 counties in Illinois. DuPage County is the highest ranked county uh, in Illinois this year. And compared to some other large counties in other places in the country, like Los Angeles County is ranked number 24 in that state, um, so it's, it's kind of a, a middle, upper middle rank in that state in California. Maricopa County, Arizona, is, is a bit unusual in that it's the largest county in Arizona, and it is ranked number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's somewhat uncommon. And um, taking a closer look at uh, Harris County, Texas, where Houston is located, is ranked uh, number 34 out of uh, 240-some counties in that, that state. I see. Why was this report created in the first place? Uh, The report was created to shine a spotlight on the multiple determinants of health, in particular the social determinants of health. A lot of people think about uh, health being related to clinical care and health behaviors like do you smoke, do you exercise and eat well. But there are so many other things that create a larger picture of health, and they're all interrelated, and so we collect hundreds of data points from every county in the country, and um, we rank them to raise attention, but really we'd like people to go to our website, countyhealthrankings.org, and take a deeper dive into the data in the county uh, that they're interested in and uh, you know, see the areas where their county is doing well, where their county is 
perhaps not doing so well, mm-hmm. use that information to make decisions about uh, the limited resources that we're all working with when it comes to health. Yeah, there's a there's a lot in here. I'm looking at uh, sections about you know schools providing community infrastructure. There's uh, a section about balancing work and home life for families and chil- for families with children. Anything stand out to you, Nicholas, in this year's report? Yeah, I, I think uh, people be surprised by a couple of different findings. So some of those new measures regarding the, the social and economic area of health. Uh, as you mentioned, are things like childcare cost burden. So the average county in this country, uh, uh, people are spending 25% of median household income uh, to put two children into childcare. And Illinois as a state is also at that 25% level. And that's significant because the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services suggests that childcare is no longer affordable if it costs more than 7% of a household's uh, income. And so Really, there's almost nowhere in this country that's meeting that threshold, if, if anywhere. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, it's many multiples of that. And so childcare is not affordable. And that means if people are choosing to put their children in childcare because they have to participate in the workforce in order to survive, it means that they're making sacrifices elsewhere. The results also show that um, unfair obstacles persist for equal pay and that uh, economic security is out of reach for a lot of people. So what conditions do we need to create uh, so that individuals and families can actually thrive in this country? Yeah, so I think you're speaking about the gender pay gap, which on average in this country, women make uh, 82 cents on the dollar compared to men, which is um, a terrible statistic. And almost nowhere in the country do people have a living wage that... do people have a median income that that matches what would be required of a living wage to meet basic needs in those places. So what we really need is to, one, encourage our leaders and officials to institute policies for a living wage that, that, you know, the federal minimum wage isn't good enough anymore. And we need support for people with children that need childcare. We need subsidies. We need publicly funded pre-K because um, it's just it's not tenable the uh, amount that people are having to spend on child care or in many cases probably going without child care. And that means someone maybe isn't participating in the workforce as much as they would like to. Mm-hmm. These things are all interrelated. As we talked a moment ago with representatives from DuPage and Cook Counties, there was a point that came up, Nicholas, that um, sometimes these rankings can make counties seem like they're competing with each other. What's your response to that? Well, that's not our intention. Our intention is to kind of set the context so, so people can see where they are in the context context of their state and their neighbors. And, you know, if a county is ranked uh, high, that doesn't mean that they should stop working to make life healthier and, and more fulfilling for people who live there. And it also doesn't mean that everyone in that county is having the same experience. We know that... Um, the table is kind of set against people of color, women, and people with lower incomes. So just because a county as a whole is doing well doesn't mean that everyone in that county is doing well. On the other hand, if a, a county has a low rank, uh, we're not telling them that they should despair. We're telling them that they should take a look and see the places with, where they're doing well because every county is doing something well. And they should look at the places where they're being challenged 
and you know hopefully use this information among uh, other information and their expertise within their public health departments to make the best possible decisions about where to put their resources in order to stop, start moving up the ranks. Do you have examples of communities that are successfully doing that? There are a lot of examples of communities. Um, I would, again, point people towards our website. We have many stories about communities that have instituted a number of different policies uh, and programs to improve their health. Uh, we also have at our website, countyhealthrankings.org, a section called What Works for Health, where we suggest uh, different programs and policies that are evidence-based. We rate that, the quality of that evidence so that you know people can match those solutions to the specific problems that they might be having in their community. There's no one-size-fits-all answer, um, but we try as best we can to match uh, the, the context that communities find themselves in mm-hmm. with uh, solutions that have worked elsewhere. How important is it for residents to be informed about how healthy their county is? I'm sorry I didn't hear that. I think uh, we may have a, a bad connection. Sure, I'm here. How important is it for residents to be informed about the health of their county? Uh, how important is it for residents, I think you asked? Uh, I, th- I think it's very important. Um, our website is pretty easily navigable. It's designed for all kinds of different people. So we hope that public health officials are looking. We hope that um, community leaders are looking. But a big important factor in the health of community is the people who live there, um, their boots on the ground, encouraging their leaders to make the best decisions or, you know, taking matters into their own hands and forming coalitions to increase uh, the health, improve the health in their communities. So I think it's important for people to know where they stand and also to see where they could go and uh, to use the information that we provide uh, among whatever other relevant information they have to make the best possible decisions about their health. Before I let you go, Nicholas, looking ahead, any changes that you think you might make for next year's report? We're always adding new measures. We added seven new measures, some of which we've discussed here today, mm-hmm. uh, this year. And um, so I think in coming years, we'll start to see more and more the impact that COVID-19 has had on health uh, across the counties in this country. So, you know, every day uh, starting tomorrow, uh, the rankings were released today, yeah. we'll be looking for new measures that, that contribute to a more complete picture of everything that contributes to the health of communities. And we'll be spotlighting some of those things throughout the year. It's not just a once-a-year thing. Yeah. So I would encourage people to come back to countyhealthrankings.org as often as possible and, and see what we're working on. That's Nicholas Schmall, a research and analytics scientist for the County Health Rankings and Roadmaps. The new report from the University of Wisconsin Population Health Institute is out today, as Nicholas just mentioned. More information is online at countyhealthrankings.org. Thanks for breaking that down, Nicholas. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.